it's time for Interview Rewind. We're playing back some of your favorite interviews with indie artists who are inspirational both on and off the mic. Hear their phenomenal stories and how they became great ambassadors for Christ. Today's interview starts in three, two, one. So we're going to begin by um, telling everybody exactly what your group is and how to get started. Sure, we're the Monarchs. Um, we are Laura and Steve Monarch, and we also have another singer who sings with us, Melanie. And the group got started um, with the two of us. Uh, we met um, 10, 11 years ago, 10 years ago. 10 years. Uh, performing on stage, we were cast in a, in a musical in New York City, in a rock and roll musical that performed in the uh, Old Village Gate. And we played opposite each other and didn't like each other. Uh, he loved me, but I didn't like him. Uh, and, um, and then, uh, you know, long story short, we ended up getting married. So I guess he grew on me a little bit. Uh, and uh, the whole time, you know, we met playing music. Uh, so that's always been a big part of our relationship. And Steve has been a, had a bunch of songs uh, that we've just been putting together this, the whole time we've known each other, I guess. Wow. So I want to start with you, Laura. Um, I was reading your bio, and you are a member of Broadway. Wow. <laughs> well, theater. Um, yeah. I, I had, grew up with loving music and loving theater, so um, went to school for theater, came to New York at uh, barely 18, and um, since then been uh, in some shows around the country. Uh, mostly with some rock music and some indie music. Um, I also uh, I run a not-for-profit theater company called The Working Theater in New York City, oh. an off-Broadway uh, company. And uh, so it's a big part of my blood. It's something Steve and I both also share. Um, yeah. Awesome. And Steve, mm -hmm. you are an accomplished actor, songwriter, composer, director. You do it all. So tell us, um, what has been the most rewarding venture for you yet? Um, that's very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, you know, I mean, it's been it's been a long journey for me when it comes to you know showbiz and where I started and where I am today. And I uh, I think that um, I'm happy to be where I am in my life spiritually right now. Uh, before that, I was uh, kind of uh, a mess, lost, and even though I was uh, successful, I still didn't have um, the joy that I have today in my life, which when you lose that joy in the combination of success, it's not really success. It's just sort of um, a selfish kind of uh, uh, journey, but today and what I'm doing and the purpose God has given us uh, gives gives me a, a real uh, feeling of accomplishment in um, the creator who has given me the talent to create. So I think that's, did I write that down? Amen. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Yes. So outside of music, Steve and Laura also create live performances, plays, and film through their company, Mona Vision Films, right? Yeah. Your recent projects include an award-winning made-for-TV film, Simpler Times, written and directed by Steve. The theme song was co-written by Laura and Jerry Stiller. 
Please tell us how did that happen? Um, okay. So that play that we did in um, New York City at uh, the Old Village Gate, which is uh, now La Pazar Rouge, about nine years nine years ago, maybe nine years ago. Um, it was a a, a a play called Destinations, and the woman who wrote it was Dawn Eaton. She um, uh, works for, actually was Jerry's business manager for you know his whole life and. It just was sort of like something that happened where we performed. Jerry came backstage and, you know, uh, Dawn was a huge catalyst in us meeting Jerry. And after that, you know, I kind of just said, let's. Yeah, Steve is good at connecting the dots. So when he saw Jerry and he had a script in his back pocket and he went, wait a minute, I think this would work. And, and he has the courage to just say, Hey, you want to try something? Can we get it to the right yeah. person? And 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 Don said, yes. Let's get let's get Jerry's agent to read right. it. And Jerry said, I'd love to do it. Right. So um, and the the thing that Laura's saying is true. Uh, I was in Malibu, um, living there for um, quite a while, and I walked up to Henry Gibson in Ralph's supermarket and asked him, would he read the script? And uh, we wound up having lunch together. He actually read it first. Um, and was was uh, slated to do do the piece, but uh, uh, he passed, and uh, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> okay." So then it was like just a few years later, I met um, I met Dawn, and then I met Jerry. So kind of worked out. And Jerry had this song in his head that he had been humming for, I guess, like twenty or thirty. I mean, his whole life. He said he's like, "I have this melody in my head," and he would hum it. And we were like, well, that's got to be the theme song. We'll put some, we'll put some words to it, and we'll record it. And so uh, that's how that came yeah. out. Yeah, and you can hear all that stuff on our website, Monovision Films. It has a link to, you know, the CD that you could buy. There's an actually nice little story that Jerry um, tells on the CD that uh, 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 Dawn's company, Master Track. Um, so it's really awesome. The songs on there. You could listen yeah, to Jerry. his memoirs and stuff, yeah, his memories. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So for you, Steve, now I know, well, people may not know this, but you also have a background in acting. Um, do you prefer acting or actually writing the scripts? Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter because it all is the same. You tell a story as an actor. You tell a story as a writer. You tell a story as a director. Um, and I think the, the, the thing that really is inspiring for us is that you know, God has given us a, an amazing purpose, and that's to um, be able to write story that connects to people who are believers and also non-believers. Wow. I think the biggest purpose for us through our music and through, uh, you know, through what I write in scripts and stuff, um, the it's just it's just a um, an amazing mm-hmm. blessing for us because um, we have. You know, I have a play right now that we've had a few readings in New York City with, and I can see in the audience how people really connect to it through the music, through the story itself. And um, there's a few films right now that's in development, uh, wow. which has the same sort of. I think you use a phrase like bridging the gap, you know, yeah. reaching a reaching a hand across and, yeah. and really just expressing the love that everybody wants to. Right. Feel. For instance, I mean, I know there's people watching me tonight and Laura that are believers, and I know there's people that aren't. But what we all have in common is that the people who 
our believers love us. Yeah. And I think that's where, you know, organized religion kind of failed. And, I, and it's not that saying there's, there are some beautiful uh, institutions that tell the truth and there's some that don't. But education has kind of been like lost through uh, what man has created. And I think that our purpose is to bridge that gap through the music that we, we tell, through the stories we're telling. And, um, you know, it, 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 uh, it seems to be working for us. Hopefully touch some hearts. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of storytelling, um, I can't forget the day that I first heard this song, The Way. It's a phenomenal song. So let's go ahead and get into The Way by The Monarch. Well, I was a fool and a little disgraced. Walked around with attitude in love with the human race. I didn't know you'd come into my life and teach me a different way as I put up a fight. Until one day when the walls came in, you showed me the glory of your light. I saw my sin. I don't take it for granted. Now I walk this way, and with all of your love and all my joy, here's what I say. Love you with all my soul, love me all. 
Yes, the way. Yes, the way. Yes, the way. I mean, that song for me always puts me in a good spirit. No matter what time of the day it is, when it's playing, I just can't help but to sing along. It's catchy, it's groovy, and it's full of love. So congratulations, this song is amazing. So speaking of which, your album, In Your Love, releases on March the 13th. So tell us what this project means to your group. Oh, March 12th. March 12th. Right. Um, well, I think it means what it says. It's all about love. So the stories, are the, well, you can talk about the songs that you wrote. <laughs> I, um, I forgot. I forgot them. I forgot. No. You know, hey, listen, in your love, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm, it's a little, I'm almost speechless about it because I, um, it's very hard for me to talk about things that I've, I've done, I think. Um, all right, I'll talk about it. Yeah, the whole theme of the album, I mean, they're all personal songs to Steve. They're all songs of, you know, of testimony, of joy, of redemption, and of, of like you said, just feeling that spirit when you, um, and expressing it through music, just expressing love. Yeah. I think that's the, why we picked that as well, the title song. <laughs> so so if, you, if you listen to all the music, you know, and if you listen to, you know, if you were to come to the play or if you see this film, you know, my journey has been an extremely um, interesting one because I was once um, this person and now I'm this person. And what happened in between both people is just, it's just out of this world. And I can't tell you, uh, it would take days for me to explain to you. But all this music came to me. Um, during a full year of just engulfing myself in God's work. And I wrote a play and I wrote a music and I wrote whatever you want to say I wrote. Uh, and, but if you really listen to the stuff, I mean, we're not contemporary Christian. So we're not, people would look at us and say, your music's not worship music. They would just say, and I'm like, okay. So I guess that's but there's still a place for you. There's still a place of this kind of worship. Um, and that's what CMOP Radio is all about. It's giving people the opportunity to express themselves the way that God sees fit, the gift that they gave them, the projects that they're working on. You know, these are intimate, near and dear to your heart creations that you're sharing with the world. So it's just opening up people's mind and imaginations and letting them know, hey, there's other types of music out there. Um, just listen. And that's all it takes is one listener, one listener becomes many. So, but I, I love your sound. Yeah. We appreciate your show and what yeah. you're trying to do, bring all sorts of different music together. And we love listening to yeah, listen, listen, all the I, time. I, your radio station, it has so much diversity and variety and so much awesome, like different music. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm, people call me a music snob, you know? So um, the fact that I can sit there and listen to your station for a few hours at one time is a huge, um, huge, uh, astonishing, you know, 
That's a testament to yeah. what you're doing for yeah. sure. I, we should give a shout out to Melanie speaking of contemporary because yeah. I thought we were going to talk about her with in the in the how the band formed, and it's right. just a cute story because uh, she does sing contemporary worship in church, and right. we uh, we're going we go to a few places, and we went and, um, to a spot where we weren't typically going to hear the worship music in the beginning. Uh, and one, do you want to tell it? Because uh, yeah, I had my nieces and nephew with me. Um, Julia and Michaela and William, who may be watching now, shout out to you guys. Um, but uh, they, you know, I went to the church to listen to some music, and I went for the music. And the pastor knows that I'm always late, for, but this time I wasn't. And we sit there, and this girl comes on stage, and she starts singing. And I'm, like, a little bit mesmerized by her voice. And I'm thinking, oh, my, this girl's voice would fit so well with us, so well. How can I talk to her? How can I speak to the pastor knows, yeah, the, the, the music director, yeah, that's not going to work. I can't just walk up to her. So William's like, oh, Uncle Steve, can I go to the bathroom? I'm like, I need a bathroom. Let's go. Let's go outside. I take him to the bathroom in the lobby. There she was. It was like, boom. Introduced myself. And, of course, I said, my wife's inside. You got to talk to her. And next thing you know, she, um, she's been recording with us. She was like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. And this was right before COVID. So we did have some, you know, we were able to play out a little bit, but you know, we're itching to get back and get doing it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. So I know that Melanie, she basically joined you guys in 2019, right? Yeah. She has such a beautiful and soothing voice. So right. the questions that I have for her are kind of more directed to her, but I love you guys' story, even about how you met her and how she became a part of the group. Yeah. And speaking we're going to feature her more. We're going to feature her more in the second album. She's got a few solo songs. So. And speaking of YouTube, you and Melanie, your harmonies and your who who is the genius behind fusing your voices together? Because it sounds beautiful when it's in unison. It sounds beautiful when it's kind of broken up. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just two of you, and it is just so creative and interesting yeah well i think steve has an ear for what he wants to sound how something you know the kind of sound that he wants and then i've been arranging the vocals to just try to figure out what might be a good a good spot for all three of us to to put our voices in and layer them in places so we've and then of course get carried away and make up like six parts so i can't remember who's is what and that happens too. yeah laura laura's the brains the brains so has any other musicians past or present influenced the sound for this particular album? Um, the Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles? Okay. Well, we love the Beatles. And we yeah. both grew up with the Beatles. And you can't yeah. talk about music with, with us without thinking yeah. that they're the greatest thing ever. And right. So there, there's, <laughs> there's the Beatles, right? And then there's everyone else. <laughs> everyone else. So you, you, figure, yeah. you figure that... You know, the Beatles, people think we're mamas and papas in a Christian sort of sound. Um, people have called us even. Um, well, one time, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, Paul, and Mary. But Steve also has this uh, kind of, you know, synthesized yeah. sound that he likes that's kind of ELO. ELO, much like orchestra. But we love early spiritual stuff. We yes. love early folk music. And, and really, vocal featured, I think, is yeah. what inspires us the most, just to hear the sound of. Human voices together. Yeah, 
it's really choral. You know, for me, music starts with voices. I mean, human voices. And if you can get a bunch of people together to sound like angels in heaven, you don't need instruments. Um, you know, my biggest, one of my biggest um, uh, influences were the Persuasions. And uh, they were like the best acapella band ever. So uh, when you traveled with them, it's like you heard a whole orchestra, a lot of the songs. So that's important. Very. So, what is everyone's favorite album, song on the album and why? Like everyone in the band or uh, in the world? <laughs> well, I'm about to tell mine, but you, Laura, first. Which one is your favorite? We haven't discussed this with each other yeah. yet, so go ahead. I can tell you the worst one. No, don't say it. <laughs> um, I think the worst one, they are all great. Listen, everybody, no. I had the pleasure no. of getting a sneak peek of their album, and man, I played it daily. And it was just a few that really, really, really ministered to myself, but it's one. Oh, my goodness. I play that next, but uh, they all were great, if you ask me. Thank you. So we can't answer that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say 13. I, I think that's the most fun one to sing. It's got the. It's got such a message. And by the time you're done singing it, you're just smiling and you're yeah. just going like, whoo! Uh, every time we, we start singing. It. It's the hardest one to play live. Yeah. Wow. It's the one where you start like, uh oh, I'm on this train and I'm not getting off, yeah. so I better go with it. Yeah, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. Yeah, well, that's what your is. <laughs> Yeah, that was my third. Favorite. <laughs> All right, listeners, I'm about to play my favorite song on the Monarch's new album, and it's called This Life, right here on CMOF Radio.
When I first heard this song, I had to rewind because I really love beautiful melodies, uh, whether it be vocal or whether it be like instruments. And it was just so beautiful, intertwined, especially when um, Laura and their voices came in, intertwined. And I really like that song. That is my favorite song, which is This Life by the Monarchs. Yeah, that song is in, that's one of the songs, one of the 14 songs that's in the play. Right, the characters of the, the actors come together, come together and, sing, and sing that song together. Sweet moment. Yeah. So that's really, it's really cool. There's a lot of, a lot of cross things going on creatively with music and story. And so it's, it's, now, the play, is it something that's live or is it actually available where we can stream it or? No, it's a it's a live theater piece. So um, in development, working on it, obviously now theater is in a different world and we, it doesn't it doesn't really adapt to a virtual stage. So we're waiting until until everybody's happy to gather in a theater space again, which Right. Fingers crossed that's going to be sooner than uh, sooner than later at this point. We're on our way. So 
um, we'll keep you posted. We'll you'll, you know. you'll be invited for sure. We'll buy you a ticket. <laughs> Uh, well, two tickets. Your whole family. <laughs> so, I want to talk about the way the way music video has been selected for many music and film festivals. So, congratulations! This is exciting. We love to support you. So, can you tell us of any upcoming events where you know it might be in more music and film festivals or anything? Yeah. Um, well, you can watch it on online. You can see it on our Facebook page and on the monarchs.com on our YouTube page. We just did three um, virtual film festivals. Actually, one was in person that we didn't get to, get to but, uh, and there's another one that's gonna be announcing their nominees, the International Christian Film Fest on, I believe this weekend, this Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so the music video is is traveling around and, and just another tool to, to show the stories behind the songs. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it seems like it's the type of video that um, it's not about winning or, or anything. It's the prizes is, is in the message. And, um, you know, people enjoy the story and enjoy the, the actual visual effects of what we're doing with it. I mean, we really want to kind of be like a band that, you know, is kind of out of this world. We actually have um, we have uh, in the making a starship that we're actually <laughs> Melanie's dying. If Melanie's listening to this right now, she's she's dying. Um, a Starcraft, it's called, and um, that was actually the name I wanted the band to be, Starcraft. But I got completely these two girls. No way. We vetoed him on that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have I have zero say really in in the whole process. So. <laughs> It's tough. It's, I need a couple of guys to be in this band. If you got anyone knows any guys out there that want to join. <laughs> wow. And I also want to encourage everybody, if you have not done so, go to YouTube and subscribe to their channels. It's the Monarch. That is a perfect place where you can see this video along with here. Of course, a lot of their music on their upcoming album. But one thing I really want to know is, is there anything... Especially you, Steve. Is there anything on your bucket list that you would like to achieve that you haven't done yet? Like anything? Um, well, you know, I have, um, you know, all these projects that are kind of like, like hovering, ready to get, um, ready to get produced. I mean, last summer we were supposed to jump into shooting a film that, because of COVID, kind of stopped. Um, even the play was like ready to go off into some sort of uh, venue that was starting at a small venue. That stopped because of COVID. Um, the only thing I really care about is bridging that gap. And, you know, I have a lot of friends in show business, and we all know that show business gets the bad rap for being secular and anti-God and anti-Christ. And, you know, I think that there's dialogue that needs to be open pertaining to the truth yeah. and it's nothing that is nothing that is like so, should be used as like some sort of you know as a controlling factor and I think for me and my wife um, I think one of the greatest purposes we have is to keep moving the human heart through story through music you know whatever it may be and whatever form it may be and it, it's 
it's all about somebody coming along and a spark, you know, touching their soul or their heart because we can't do anything without God. Right. You know, yeah. so God will take care of the rest. But yeah. if it wasn't for, you know, it wasn't for God. I wouldn't have this ability. I wouldn't have this, this person. In I wouldn't have all the things that I have now because before what I had, was sort of an illusion and an illusion. and i when i i was i was a fool i played the fool for a really really long time so when people come to me and they talk to me about their sort of anti-god you know message i just say hey man i was just like you i felt the same way i, I thought the same thing I acted the same way. I did everything you probably could never even think about doing, and I did it all wrong. So, you know, God's a God of many, many children. Yes, he is. So what do I want to do? I want. I don't have a bucket list. I want to do whatever God is purposing us to do. Laura and I are together for a reason, and you can see what's happening in the creation of what we're doing, but it really is all for his glory. Has nothing to do with us. And I'm like, that's beautiful. And that's exactly how I feel in this moment, how this whole radio station came about. I mean, it wasn't even about a month ago, really. It was more of we having a, a show, but God said bigger. It needs to be a station. So he gave me the uh, vision and the message that, you know, now is the time to go into the community and produce a new sound. So I had no idea that collectively it would be beautiful artists from all around the world, all kinds of genres, being able to be on one platform where everybody can hear everyone. Yeah. And, and, and the common denominator is Jesus. Right. So I am just so happy I found your group. I'm so excited and amazed by even the lyrical content, the production, which you guys are doing behind the scenes and how you are helping people along the way it's very admirable and i pray that god continues to bless your union and your business thank you, thank you so much what i'm praying for is that we do a uh sea moth right sea moth concert okay. that we that we get everyone that you brought into your family and we do a free concert for like days we had discovered some awesome artists through listening to you too yeah. so thank you for that yeah i mean i want to get together with some people and just put on an awesome concert and just when the time's right, when it went over that day. And you know what? It's funny that you say that. Well, not funny, but interesting because God asked me what were my desires, and that was one. I've always wanted to have an outdoor concert free all day long where it's the same artist that you hear on the radio, you're able to put with a name. So if you're speaking it to an existence, I'm speaking it to existence. If it's God will, it will be done. And let me tell you, I'm yes, coming for you. Wherever y'all are, wherever <laughs> y'all are, I am coming because I definitely want to um, see you guys perform, especially, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> and lastly, can you tell everyone where they can find you at on social media, your music, and where to support your ministry? Yes, I'll, I will say one other thing that's coming up too is. Um, our dear friend, um, 
Pastor Zach in Santa Monica is uh, opening up his church and his biblical counseling ministry uh, this Easter. And we are going to be um, doing the music uh, online virtually for that. So please, uh, if you're looking for an Easter service or even beyond that, um, get in touch with us or visit Santa Monica Church. I think it's just .org. Um, so yeah. just to, to, to join us there and be a part of that because it's going to be a beautiful yeah. service. Yeah. Um, on social, we're at The Monarchs with a Q-U-E. And uh, that's our website too, themonarchs.com. Music Spotify, Bandcamp, um, iTunes. And the website is awesome as well. So make sure you give me that link um, for Easter. I can definitely post it and talk about it. But everybody, I want to give a warm thank you to Laura, Steve, and Melanie for joining us tonight. Again, do not forget you can pick up in your life on March 12th. March 12th. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and close us out. Would you guys like to announce the final song? Yeah, the title track of the album, In Your Love. In Your Love. Right here on Seamoth Radio. Knowing you, knowing you, knowing you.
Tuning into Christian music on the horizon. Your love, appreciation, and support for independent artists are amazing, and we're grateful. We thank God for this amazing platform and pray that you all will be blessed. Thank you for listening to Christian music on the horizon with your phenomenal host, KJ.